Hello, good welcome, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, and welcome again for a second time to Hearty Dice Friends. My name remains Grant Howard, and I'm joined as ever by my best friend, tallest friend, oldest friend in the whole world, Christopher Edward Taylor, who's joining us from a brand new location. A shiny new home. Unfortunately, less haunted than the last one. Less haunted? Yeah. Mm. Christopher has moved. Mm hmm, I have. This is one because the internet in his old place was it was kind of like from what I can tell it was it was one step above having two like tin cans tied together with string. Yeah, it was it was doing everything by post. It's yelling and binary. Yeah. Uh, and also um skilled operatives are not trying to kill your house yeah. with drills no every drills. hour of every day. Yeah, so that's nice. I'm on a nice busy road but no drills. That's okay. Yeah, like roads 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 we can handle. Yeah. As as long as no one crashes directly into the outside of your building. Well, that'll just be the one noise. And I'm, yeah, I'm on the first floor, so it's yeah. not my problem anyway. Honestly, yeah, at that point. Yeah, you know what? I take it back. Everyone, crash into Chris's house. Get in. Get, get in. Yeah, it's come the on. the quickest way through my front door. There's room. Yeah, so Chris's move, which is exciting. I, 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 I'm remaining here for at least the next five years. Um, so that's different. But it's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it is a different thing. Yes, it is different. I have spent so I uh, so I don't know whether you've heard, Chris, but there's a bit of a pandemic on. There is a little one. A little, uh, like you know, like, I suppose. Uh, uh, it's what's the opposite of precedented? Uh, unprecedented. That's the one. Yes, uh, this imprinted time that we find ourselves living in. Uh, we have uh, my my partner and I have, uh, have have attempted to try and make things a bit more normal. And so, whilst following government guidelines, and also following the guidelines of other more sensible governments, <laughs> um, we had we had we had uh, we had their folks over to stay on the weekend and didn't touch them. I'm fine with I'm fine with not touching my in-laws so most of the time. You know that's 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 that, that's okay with me. Mm. But it was very strange. It's a very strange situation having um, like we were attempting to make it normal. And I'd be I'd be doing something in the kitchen, and everyone would everyone would be hanging out in the kitchen, and I'd be thinking like, "Stop breathing in here! You're making the air sick. You have to go out. I put I made a ramshackle awning outside for this very purpose. Do I have to get one of those little baby gates for stairs? S- stop breathing, my bastard London exhaustions. <laughs> So that was a little bit stressful, but it's been so. It it also means that I spent all weekend sort of like normally I watch action films and paint models, and I had to sort of pretend to to have interesting opinions <laughs> do, and do ironing and things like that. Yeah, yeah, like 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 um, washing up, sweeping. Um, I I mean I did build a ramshackle awning, so there's that's the first thing I've built. Well done. Uh, it is. It, it is. It's stable as long as you put all four of the legs in um, three foot deep flower beds. <laughs> it's fine. Good. Uh, if the wind blows, it doesn't. It doesn't blow, or it just doesn't work. It it just doesn't. Okay. It loses. It loses the operative. <laughs> the operative verb. It ceases to be an awning. Yeah, pretty much. And at that point, it's a sort of dangerous large kite. With no string, <laughs> and honestly, not your problem anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the school's problem. <laughs> Actually, that that had 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 the had the temerity to to to, to set up uh, opposite our our back garden. Um, a scant twenty years before we moved here. No forward planning in the government. None. Christopher Grant. That's enough foo for all. I think it's time for a question. Let oh, by the way, this this food. this is a this is a role playing game podcast. Um, we uh, we answer questions sent in by the by you the readers, uh, and also uh, we find on Reddit, and then we in the second half of the show we make up role playing games. Yeah, yeah, that's the plot. Yeah. All right. So now now it's been established. No alarms. No surprises. What's the first question, Chris? <laughs> Let's go straight into a stolen question. Mm. Chris, the professor off of Reddit, asks. 
anyone else ever feel like a bad GM? Chris the Professor. Chris the Professor. Is this your alt? Yeah. No, sadly not. I don't have it. I feel like a bad GM um, about as often as I feel like a bad friend. Every day. Every goddamn day. You know how when you'll have a social environment with some friend, maybe like you'll be hanging out online, you go into someone's house, you have a couple of drinks, or in the before times you'd go to you go to a shared communal space. You'd have on the surface of it a really lovely night and everything would be great, and you go home and you sober up just that little bit and you're like, oh no, oh I'm an asshole. Why did I say that to them? Why did I think that was? Why did I think that was funny? I don't understand what's wrong with me, and I do understand what's wrong with me. Yeah, I'm fully aware. It's my dad's fault, but I think I have a similar thing to that as a GM, where I'll be I'll, I'll be having a fag out back after after the session. I'm like, oh, I didn't focus on that player enough. Oh, I should be drowned in a lake. See, I have I have much the same thing, but mine is while I'm talking to someone. Oh no! Oh man! Like it interrupts the thought process sometimes, and I'll just sort of trail off a sentence like, "I should I apologize? No, that'll draw attention to it." You know, I have seen you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just straight straight breaks the the concentration it, line. So yeah, everybody feels like a bad GM. It shows a remarkable amount of self awareness for a man uh, who has spent. Uh, so many chemicals keeping his his his, uh, his thoughts at I'd say a lot further than arms length, <laughs> yeah. and you got long arms. Yeah, but I also should... like to have a broom. Yeah, that's fair. Just ge- genuinely keep those emotions as far away as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows a remarkable amount of self awareness. But yes, everyone feels like they're a bad GM. I think everyone feels a bit like they're a bad person. If you don't, you're probably a shit. <laughs> the problem is you, mm, unless you're actually yeah. genuinely nice. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it does. Happen. I suppose. Yeah, I've I've met a few genuinely nice people in my time, but I reckon they were all. I reckon they were all self-hating. God, I hope so. Every decent person's self-hating, right? <laughs> they better be. <laughs> but what can we do to overcome this situation, Christopher? Uh, arrogance. Mm. Go on. Sheer blind optimism, confidence, and arrogance. Forcibly tell yourself you're the world's best GM, and if anybody ever corrects you, hit them. Mm, yeah, hit them with the book that you wrote Yeah. on GMing. I used to think that not prepping at all was the solution to this. And now I think that prepping might be the solution. <laughs> We've spent so many episodes going, never prep, don't do it, and now you're turning around on that. Chris, it makes life easier. Well, yes, it does. Like, 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 you take twenty minutes to sit down. Twenty minutes, half an hour, sit down, sketch out some stuff. And it's not like I'm not drawing maps or anything. Well, I am actually drawing maps, but I, I only ever detail things that are interesting in maps. You know, I don't have like corridors connecting it or whatever. Like a series of rough ideas, you put it down, and that just sort of gets over that initial. Oh my god, what's the fucking game about? Terror. Because you have something to fall back on. You can always throw that planning away, but you can't do it during. You see, I. I just think that as setting yourself up for failure. <laughs> because if you don't plan, you didn't plan. It's mm. fine if it goes wrong. Nobody planned. But that's if you, the thing. That's, but if you that's plan the thing. If it goes things. wrong, oh boy. You had, at minimum, a whole week to come up with that. Now, presumably, you know, you've got a day job or whatever, but you've got, I'm going to say, a fair amount of leisure time. With regards to planning a game, most people have enough time to sit down and plan a game, and they can spend as much time as they like. And then, if it isn't good, you fucked it up. You ruined it. It's all your fault. Are you a not devoted enough, in that you didn't spend enough time doing it, or are you b shit, or c maliciously trying to hurt your players? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that seems like a long-winded way of doing it. I probably just like not run the game. That's fair. But that, I don't think I, I don't ever run a game for revenge. <laughs> Hate jamming. We did used to put all of the uh, all the LARPers. Um, so Chris and I used to run a game called Zombie LARP, um, where we where we had it was it was an open invite to all of our all the people at university, and then later on sort of spread out past that. And the idea was that you um, 
you came along and you were, and you were uh, you were a, you were a zombie for most of the night, and then for about seven glorious minutes, you you, you tried to survive. You were allowed and, to play um, the game. You're yeah. You, I mean, I would argue that being a zombie was part of playing the game. Oh, it is absolutely. Yeah. Mainly because otherwise the game is seven minutes long. And <laughs> um, we did, and we did charge. Mm. Uh, so the uh, we had we had a problem because we wanted people to get on with their teammates, and there were a bunch of guys who were just dicks. Like it's a it's a role playing club. You're going to attract that sort of person eventually. I mean, so, sorry, never mind a role playing club. In any situation, you're going to attract people who are dicks. And so we just put them all on one run. Mm. We called it the dick run, uh, but by which I mean like run as in scenario rather than like fun run. <laughs> and and it was it was kind of it was a containment center. Yeah, it worked you know? well. Yeah, it, it worked okay. It worked out really well until the players learned of the existence of the dick run. Yes, and, and, start, and started asking, "Are we the dick run?" Started asking me, quite, "Yeah," because we didn't say which one it was, but they were like, "Go on." Are we in the dead room? It's like, ah, <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, what do you think? And then move on. But yeah. Um, I, would I, guess just, so. I would just say yes to anybody who asked. Just like, yeah, absolutely. Right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's the secret. They're all dick runs. <laughs> I don't like any of you. So yeah, um, confidence is one option. Planning is another option. But really, a mug's game. Don't plan. I'm, it, it's, just, it's just a phase I'm going through. Yeah, like sticking with the with the planning thing, like yes, it can help you not feel like a bad year because mm. you're prepared for things. If you go into too much detail and then you get upset when they deviate from your plan, then yeah, sure, that's that is bad GMing. Mm. Um but having some information to fall back on is not a bad idea. Mm. Um, it's just not the way I like to do it. I much prefer to just try and know as much about the setting and the game as possible that I can improvise. Like that's mm. my preparation. Yeah, that makes sense. And like, and like you, re- you really like reading a book. Yeah, rather than prep, rather than prepping for this game on Tuesday, mm. I prep a long time before that by absorbing as much information as I can about the game. Yeah, so yeah, that, that makes sense. I can do it live, as it were. Mm. I think I've I've twice in my life twice in recent memory i've got we've gotten a game started up we've made characters and i've been like no i can't do this really actually no you know what i'm not feeling this i don't know where the game's going i can't work it out well we'll have to just talk to each other wow and that is that's happened a couple of times and it's it's embarrassing but i think it's um i think the like the understanding as well is like you know what we're all mates we're all trying, and I think it's like like it's different at a con situation that people have paid. Yeah. Uh, oh, on that su- on that subject, um, see see you all at Virtual Gen Con. It, it <laughs> if looks you're like super all of our lucky most stuff has sold out already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think there's 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 one game of Sanctum and one game of something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's always crazy with Gen Con sign up events. Um, but um, yeah, there is. Hey, you know what? Thursday. On Thursday, there is a game which takes place. Let me just let me just run the maths here. It starts at ten PM UK time. Actually, not too bad. I'm not gonna. God, no, I'm not gonna do it, but it's not two AM, yeah. you know. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, prep or don't. But try. Uh, I really like. I really like Chris's point of trying <laughs> prep to prep or don't. You're on your fucking own. I don't care. I was gonna die anyway. Chris's point about trying to absorb as much information in your head. As possible is a really good one because it lets you react properly. It lets you be sensible in your reactions and your um, your decisions. Yeah, I think I think that might be like the big HDF lie. Like when we say don't prep, don't ever prep. We have been prepping, we just didn't realize it. Mm. Or like I'll prep for a spy game by writing three other scenarios for public consumption. <laughs> yeah, for your own game is a bit different because you, yeah. you know it, and technically anything you do is canon by law. It's, it's kind of like being the Pope. It's it's very Popey. Mm, um, it's quite Popey. But if you're playing just Pathfinder, yeah, um, and you're you're not doing it just as a combat simulator, you're actually doing a proper game of it, like reading the setting books, learning about the game, learning the tone of the game, learning what's what's too ridiculous for the setting, mm. what's what 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 becomes silly, what is 
the darker end of the spectrum. Le learning all those ins and outs of the system is prep. You just don't do it specifically before each game. Mm. Um, I'm going to ask you a question, Chris. I think that we're, I think we've answered this one. Okay. Zenton asks, "What other sort of spirals can the game have besides death spirals?" Death. <coughs> Snails. Snails. Uh, Ca caramel. Those sticks with a little like pinwheel on that kids have. Those are fun. Mm, oh, oh, oh! Lollipops that you only eat when you're dressed as a sailor boy. Sunflowers. Those spirals. Fibonaccis. I thought they were concentric circles. No, it's a Fibonacci. They're spirals. Uh, okay. Uh, should we explain what a death spiral is? Yes, you should. Yes. Uh, it's a seventh level spell. <laughs> no. Uh, it is a game mechanic popularised in, um, I'm going to say, World of Darkness is one of the first games to do this in in the mainstream. Um, it's since fallen out of fashion, uh, but it still crops up in some games. And the idea is that as your character gets hurt or suffers misfortune, things become harder for them. So once you're injured, you're more likely to get more injured, especially in a game like where, where so much of the game is about fighting um, if you roll fewer dice when you're injured, then you're more likely to get hurt, which means you're more likely to get more injured, etc., etc. Yeah, so for Forbidden Lands does this. Mm. You you roll dice equal to the amount of stats you have, mm -hmm. and damage goes directly to your stats. So when you're using your combat ability, if you get hit, your combat ability goes down, mm. um, making it progressively harder, ending in your untimely demise. But games, have, games do have other kinds of spirals hidden in them. Um, some of them aren't as obvious as death spirals. Like, like you can like quite what? often just clock a death spiral. Some of them have success spirals. Mm. They go the other way. Um, things like exploding dice mm. um, and when you get benefits from crits and things like that. Mm. Like, uh, like when I say benefits, I mean like spendable tokens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are success spirals. They're slower. Mm. It's, you know, it's a more meandering spiral, mm. but it still means that the better you're doing, the better you're going to do. I would like uh, a success spiral where the more hurt I get, the better I become. I mean, that again, that does exist in certain places in games. So mm. you've got things like, I can't think of the exact game now, but the concept of the berserker. Mm. So the more hurt they are, the more, the more raw output, the more DPS mm. they do. Um, is kind of an old trope. In, mm. in things like D&D, it's often specific feature choices that let you do it, but it does mm. exist. And we put it in Jason Statham. Mm -hmm. uh, the the role-playing game, Another Man. Uh, <laughs> unfor unfortunately, um, I, I wrote the wrong phrase in the, in the, in the initial version. Uh, so, in fact, we put a death spiral into the game where we meant to put a success spiral. Yeah. I suppose, like, a death... Actually, no, sorry. That, what we built there was a death spiral staircase. Yeah. Rather than the death spiral, which kind of implies a whirlpool from which you cannot escape, I I really love it in games where it's like, okay, I get hurt, I'm I'm upset, I get hurt a second time, oh, I'm furious, and that lets you do more. I think that's kind of fun. I'd like to see more stuff by classes. I like to see things like, oh, as the fighter, if you get hurt, these things occur. I mean, that's that's honestly a really interesting thing. So if you look at games like extreme examples of this, like Die, Gillen's, mm. Gillen's game. Um, where the oh, second name terms now, are we? Surname terms, Mr. Gillen. Mm. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to call him Jeremy. I forgot his first name. Kieran, go Kieran, on. thank you. <laughs> um, where each Mac class uses Macmillan. different dice to do different things. Or, mm. or there's a lovely princess game that you showed me recently. The Excellence. The Excellence. Lovely, lovely, oh, lovely, lovely. Oh, game. cracking game. Absolutely cracking. Look, look it up. Give it a download. It's fun. They give unique mechanics to each class. Mm. Um, and it could be interesting to to push specific spirals into classes. Mm. We did a sawn off version of this in uh, Dead Channel, mm -hmm. where we wrote. Uh, I think that like, everyone had five different injury categories, and rather than like, oh, you're at minus one hit point, yeah, uh, it it was it was different if you if you were the big the big tough guy as opposed to the little skinny nerd as opposed to the sexy one as opposed to the weird one. Yeah. And that gave you sort of sort of an arc. We were experimenting with it in the deep as well. It's sort of cardboard combat. I don't know what it was. It wasn't a role playing game. <laughs> yeah, it was a narrative board game. Yeah, without a board. Yeah, weird, weird that. Very weird. Um, but I think that there's really something to be to be said. Like considering how often people get hit, considering how often in D and D you lose a hit point or yes. however many, it functions the same for everyone. It not only does it function the same, 
it is trivial to everybody. It's the it's that old saying of the only hit point that matters is your last one. Mm. Why not make everyone matter? Like it's a it's a huge pool of resource. Mm. Um, and I believe we've spoken before about um, Emberwind being able to spend certain classes can spend their own life mm. to, to power stuff. Mm. Um, but you've also got things like the concept of momentum in games, which is actually cropping up more and more now. Like it's becoming a lot more prevalent. Used. Yes, that's the word. Thank you, prevalent. Mm. Um, where when you when you do something successfully, you gain a token. Then that token mm. doesn't immediately do anything, mm. but it's like a combo meter. Yeah. And when you've gotten to a certain point, you can then use the whole pool to do something big. Yeah, you, you can charge up your attacks. Yeah, and that, that simulates the sort of cinematic elements of RPGs really well. Mm. I'd like to see I'd like to see some of that that like, um, okay, whenever you do something cool or whenever you get hit. Yeah. Or and like and it and it would depend on class. So the fighter would generate this stuff when they got hit and the rogue would generate stuff when they evaded it when when they evaded attention or when someone missed them. Mm. I mean can uh, can you imagine if you had a sort of combat heavy game mm-hmm. where the fighter has no offensive abilities. Zero. Well, two shields, eh? Two shields, best way to go. Mm-hmm. All of their abilities are all defensive. Right. Until they've taken X damage, at which point uh, all of their abilities invert. You made me bleed my own blood. Yeah. So then you have you have each ability has like this is a this is a huge hunker down bulwarky shield ability, mm. and after a certain point it will flip to shield bash, where you just mm-hmm. do a massive damage attack, and then it mm-hmm. flips back. So you go defense, 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 attack, defense, 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 attack. Yeah, yeah, like in um, Warhammer Underworlds, Shadespire and that the way yeah. the way that ca- the characters had had like an inspired. Yeah, and Very on card. yeah, yeah. Um, in Underworlds, it's permanent, um, mm. but I like the the idea of flipping backs and forwards between these states. Or even, I mean, if you look at uh, video games, if you look at Warcraft's rogues, which mm. is just an iconic combat mechanic of you build up combo points, you then spend combo points on abilities. The more combo points you have, the more damage it does. Okay. So it does one point at one combo point, mm. but fifty at five. Ah, okay. So it's, it's it's about sort of that, like like building up to that one massive strike. Yeah, um, and introducing those sorts of things are, are similar to spiral mm. because the the better you do, the better you're going to do, and then you can do it again. Like the escalation dice in the thirteenth age, but 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 more focused on your actions, I guess, because the escalation dice, like you like um you uh, after the first round of combat, you add the no, yeah, you uh, you add the round of combat minus one to all your d20 checks. Yeah, so it, plus one on round two. Rather plus nicely, two just on three. ends combat. Yeah, and certain like and like dragons also get to add it to their checks, mm-hmm. but it means that people get more powerful as they go up. I think I think like that's probably the thing I've forgotten to do most in any yeah. role playing game is to set out the escalation dice. The, the problem is the escalation dice is incredibly useful. It's the mm-hmm. best version of the plus one to hit feat from D and D ever, which was a patch. Mm-hmm. To fix mm. the game, but it's not cool. It's not sexy. No, it, it doesn't. Like very, very few abilities keyed off it as well. Yeah, and like at no point was there something interesting you could do with it. It was just like I'm going to get better to hit, mm. and like, so like I you, might you as well not use my good abilities until it's at least about three. Mm. When you could, in theory, you could have ended the fight in the first turn if you'd have rolled max on your damage. Mm. But you don't. But, you actually st- stretch the combat out. Well, I suppose I, I, that's that's, a, that's an interesting thing because yeah, you could have ended it on the first turn, but it's like actually I'm going to hang on to my big attack until I've got a, a, a better option. So is that risk or reward thing? Yes, but the Which, the thing is, like with the escalation dice, it's it, it it slows combat down as well as it as well as speeding it up. Yes, that's fair. I I, I think like it, it it pushes it to a like to a more cinematic. Everyone yes. comes together at the oh, end to do, to do their big things. But it as means the to first say, round of combat is always buffing. Yeah, do, well, do, do, you remember, do you remember in D&D 4E, where first round of combat was always dailies and encounters? Yes. And just the, it's, it's, like, it's like watching two fireworks factories go at it. I kind of like that, though. I love this burst, because people go, yeah, first round of combat, I'm going to see if I can just end this. Mm. And forgetting that, that that's not the only combat they're going to have to do. Oh shit! I'm a sorcerer. Yeah, because then they get to the <laughs> second combat and go, "Well, I just did it last time." Oh shit! I have to think now. Mm. So you just get the first combat out the way, mm. make them burn some resources, and then the second combat they've actually got to think about it. Would require me to run more than one combat a session, which well, I no, really you don't, don't, run don't it like. Per session. 
Uh, okay, wait, wait, that's actually enforcing dailies. Actually enforcing dailies, yeah. yeah. That's like, the other you thing, You need yeah. to rest for a certain amount of time. Telling the players they can't have a thing. I hate that. <laughs> I understand why you hate it, but it is kind of how the mechanics yeah. work. Yeah. Question me, Christopher. Question you. Oh, also, drunk spirals and horny spirals. <laughs> Those are more narrative. The hornier I get, the more likely I am to do things. Please qualify. To do, to do... Sorry? Please qualify. Smooches. Okay, cool. In-game? Uh, yeah. Cool. Just what it is. Yeah, yeah, ma- yeah, man. Yeah, so, sorry, I'm not ranking my own horniness. It's just when you, said, when, you, when you said, the hornier I am, the more likely I am to do things. I really like the idea of like of like having having like a Magic the Gathering D twenty set in front of you, which you set to your horny rating. <laughs> well, the, and then well, there's, if, there's there's a little part because like the, the horny I'm the more likely to do things. Well, that ironing does need doing. <laughs> and boy, howdy, am I going to do it? Good job I got one of those Ahagao shirts. <laughs> so sexy. A little part of me wants one of those. Why? Which part of you? Cut the, it off. <laughs> the part that wonders what is going through people's heads when they would look at me wearing it. You do. You are a very tall man. Yes. You've got a lot of room for girls with crossed eyes and drooling mouths. Yep. Whole lot of space for that. Mm-hmm. You could. I'm. I'm going to argue that given the average height of a Japanese woman, you could probably get a full, like a one-to-one scale. <laughs> Uh, a on your Possibly. back. Possibly. As long as she was crouched. Possibly, but I'm thinking, like, the rest of the outfit is, like, a really well-tailored suit. Have you just got, like, a back patch? Is it, is it like, no, no, a no, handkerchief? Just, like, on the... no, no shirt, oh, but T-shirt. Oh, oh, on the tie. Oh, that's perfect. Mm. So you've mm. got to get fairly close. And like, oh, oh, Jesus. What's going on there? Milady. <laughs> Tip tie. Does the does this art intrigue you? <laughs> oh God. I must say, I am a gentleman of breeding age. It's, it's so awful, and I know you're doing it as a joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm 33. I should be breeding. <laughs> that that ship sailed. Window is passed for you, my friend. Yeah, no thanks, man. L- listen, I, I I I don't think I, I didn't want to have a child when I when I was the correct age for it. Let alone now when it'll be pushing me down the stairs and I'll break both my hips. <laughs> Are you implying that your child wouldn't like you? I mean, I wouldn't. No, that's fair. I mean, I, I've, like, I've got... tried to push you down the stairs. A it bunch. Didn't, <laughs> it didn't take. Just too quick. <laughs> You get stuck in the stairwell and can't rotate properly. No, it's just, you know, I I don't want to... It seems like an awful lot to have riding on a, on, on a human being. That like, hey, this one's your responsibility. Oh, but yeah. what if I don't like it? Well... <laughs> well, make it better. Make it better. Listen, listen. if, the, if this thing's fucked, it's your fault. Yeah, if this, if this thing ends up being an awful person, at least 80% of that is you. I haven't done a very good job with myself most days. <laughs> right? Let alone, Sorry, that like, wasn't like a no. You're you're trash. That was no, like a, no, no, no. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not insulted. We're both hot messes. Yeah. I'm just. I'd just be concerned about just completely ruining someone's future, which is then like, which then I could sort of end up in a court of law over. I mean, there's, there's a part of me that goes, ah, I give it a crack. It'd be fun shaping our mind. Oh, definitely. That's the thing. Like, 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 you should feel free to want to have children. I don't think any less of you for wanting to have kids. Nothing. It just. Pity. It just strikes me as a sort of... There's that noise that children make. <laughs> there is a particular noise that children make. And I'll often like, like I'll hear it when I'm, when I'm out and about, or, in, or, pot, or pottering about in my garden. Don't hear it in my house, which is great, because I don't have children. But there is that sort of... The ultra-high-pitched screech mm-hmm. that children do. When something isn't that wrong... Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna recreate it because I can't. I haven't. I have the the the, the vocal the, the vocal cords of a large man, but they sort of like absolute cannot go higher, right? And 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 it, it's generally like like sometimes it's it's, it's like, it must be. I presume sometimes it's like oh, I'm being I'm being abducted by uh, by a bunch of foxes. Yeah, but sometimes it's I draw I dropped one of my eighty sweets. Yeah, or or. Or, or I, I, I have I have thirty sweets. My sister has thirty one. It's time for a scream, and that that level of not being able to work out when it's appropriate time to scream as loud as you can, mm-hmm. that for me is the main reason I don't want children. 
This is this has gotten rather off the topic of death spirals and onto our stance on fatherhood. You're right. Ask me a question then. <laughs> I think I really should. Bloated fungus asks. Am I obligated to tell my players when their plans may not work the way they think they will? Can you do it in the voice that bloated fungus would have? My obligation to tell my players when their plans may not work the way they think they will. Wonderful. I like to imagine he's like he's like a puffball, and he has, he has a little slit in the side of him. He goes raw, raw, raw. Little little spores come out when he speaks. And he, he he's quite often talking. He's like, oh, no, you just need to go back. Oh, there I go. And he just rolls off. Oh, great. Oh, I like this guy. He sounds pretty cool. Yeah, he's got to interrupt the sentence with, oh, oh, dear. oh, oh, down I go. It's happened again. Mildred. <laughs> Instantly, if ever you're using uh, sentient mushrooms in mm-hmm. games, the name you want is Mildred. Mildred's pretty good. It's always Mildred. It's amazing. I default to Big Smokey after my player's named a Mykonid after a pizza. <laughs> no, I go with Mildred because I'm you. Okay, is that is that a kind of fungus? No, but it sounds like a fungus. Oh, okay. I don't know or care. <laughs> Good, cool, all right. Um, the question, thankfully, uh, like beautifully asked by Bloated Fungus. It's it's a challenge. It's tricky because if you're like, no, that won't work, then why are the players showing up? If you know precisely what's going to work, mm-hmm. I, I think this question's coming from the wrong. Angle, which is your player's plan should not work the way they think they will, Ever. and that's what the, that's what the dice are for. Mm-hmm. If they roll successes on all of their dice, then the player's plan has worked the way they think it will, um, and you are hopefully as a GM giving them enough information and get and, and letting it seed, like letting them uh, letting them understand the world where they're not making decisions which are foolish as it were, to an outside observer. Because yeah. all they've got is what you've told them. And like they can be idiots on purpose, and we've all done it. That's fine. <laughs> um, uh-huh, it's fun. Jokes on you. That was just yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, th- their plan shouldn't work as intended. And I think, and one, I think that's thing, okay. One thing you can do to kind of cleave a little bit closer to what I think this person's already doing, which is the mm. kind of, as you said, no, that's not going to work. Like, why are the players there? Mm. That's actually fine if it's followed immediately by, give me a bit more. Mm. Give me another stage to your plan. Yeah. Right? Like, if, if it's like, that won't work. Like, oh, we're going to break into the bank and then steal the money. Well, that yeah. won't work. Mm. That's not interesting. That's boring as shit. Nobody cares. If you can start using zip lines, now we're talking. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, yeah. If, if it's no, give me at least another detail. Give me at least another step in your plan. I'm going to hide Clive Owen inside the bank for upwards of a year. <laughs> I'm going to turn Clive Owen into money. I'm going to charm the bank teller. Hi, I'm Clive Owen. Oh, fantastic. Please, take your other money friends with you in the bag. <laughs> I'm going to scan you under this little tiny sunbed. <laughs> Get your little tan for the Saint Tropez movie festivals, and Mr. Owen. Just back and forth a couple times and, yes, it really is Clive Owen. <laughs> This is a legitimate Clivo in fiber. <laughs> you gotta be careful. <laughs> There's so many that Irish person. Can't remember his name. Colin Farrell. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, I sp- um, yeah. I suppose that their names do begin with the, with the same letter. No, they're they're they're, they're the, the serious and the not serious versions of the same human being. Oh, I see. Right. Oh, yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. Colin Farrell is Clive Owen in a party hat and taking his tie off at a Christmas party. Maybe they're like different evolutions. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what it is. Got to presume that Colin Firth is there as well. Yeah, Firth is there, but he is definitely trying not to look like he knows either of them. Yeah, definitely. I wonder what Colin Firth's up to. I always wondered if Firth was an interesting person. Nothing he's done in any of his roles has suggested that he's interesting. But you see, like, when... In the, in the 90s, mm-hmm. Hugh Grant did much of the same roles. We've had this discussion before, haven't we? We have. On the podcast. I think we have. Point is, yeah. Hugh Grant's interesting. Hugh Grant is interesting. Hugh yeah, Grant yeah, yeah. massively like he's, interesting. And I he's reckon, got a lot going on. I reckon Firthy could be quite interesting. Firthy, I reckon Firthy likes a crossword and a cup of mint tea. See, I really hope that's not true. What you, what, you want to be speedballing? Yeah, I really hope he's just doing heroin off of a moving Humvee. <laughs> off of a moving moose. 
Horse. 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 No, that, that that gets a bit rustic again. Gets a bit period drama. That's why I said Humvee. That's true. Yeah, I'm just worried about the height. Oh, he's he's athletic. He's doing handstands. Oh, ooh, yeah. Mr. Firth he's at your age, very high. Yeah, that's true. He's very powerful. Mm. Mighty, like a Humvee. Mm. Uh, what's the question? Oh, obligated to tell my players with the plans. You've got the capacity to say, you know what, you reckon that there might be some difficulties around that. You reckon that the security will be quite good in here. Uh, from your experience as a bank robber, you reckon that it's not a good idea just to run in here and try and, and disguise yourself as Clive Owen. Yeah, I think I think my big problem with this is the word obligated. Like, mm. Do I have to tell them my secrets? Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Like, well, fuck you. Like, yeah. Be cool. Like, this isn't you trying to win. Mm. You're not hiding your your hand of cards in poker. Mm. Like, you're not obligated, no, but, like, be cool. And I think, like, the, the, the other challenge you've got is that, like, their players could work the way they think they will if you change the world. Yes. It is entirely up to you, actually, whether their plans work well. And maybe it turns out that this, that this is the bank of Collins. <laughs> no, Clive's. Fuck. Now you see... Ah, oh, they're the same guy. Just took the party hat off and suddenly he breaks into a bank. It's ridiculous. <laughs> maybe this is like may, maybe their plan works perfectly, but you've you've set these ideas in your mind beforehand, saying, "Well, it won't work if they do these things," and then presumably you haven't communicated that to the players. It, yeah, like what this feels like is I spy with my little eye, suddenly so with S. Is it Spider Man? Shit, no, no. Like that's what it feels like. Is it Skull and Firth? <laughs> it's always Skull and Firth. Yeah, it feels like you, you're trying to change the answer a little bit. Yeah, change the game, or tell your players more, or maybe run it, like, I don't know, run in a system which takes the onus of preparation away from them. Like, I don't know, the fun resistance system. Be cool, do drugs, buy our games. Yeah, yeah, buy our games. Definitely do drugs. They're great. Like, the, th- the great thing about the resistance system, aside from the fact that we wrote it and money comes to us when you buy it, is wink. that... Well, it's, not, it's not really a wink... So, like, it's that we directly earn money. Now, you see, the problem um, is it's very hard to do an audio come hither wink. Oh, it was a sexy wink. It was a sexy wink. Well, you, you, need, you need to sort of, like, do, the, do the, the beckoning finger, but just sort of... Oh, I did. Just against the microphone. <laughs> just, just gently drag my fingers over the microphone. Don't, don't know and how that sounded. what is no doubt, I'm sure you all agree, an absolutely pristine recording. In my currently completely empty echoey flat. No mug sounds, you'll note, Chris. Yes. Zero Finally mugs. Got no I'd like to apologise for all of the mug sounds that Grant's been fo- foisting on you recently. I don't think you have the right to apologise for my actions. I do have a right to apologise for the podcast, though, which they That's have true. to listen to by law. Mm, that is true. Yeah, be cool, man. Do some drugs. Buy the resistance game. Smoke a big fat reefer, South African style reefer doobie. Okay. And then when the players do things, like, yeah, roll for it, man. And then, you know, trust the fate, yeah? <laughs> the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. You know? I'm aware. The answer is blowing <laughs> in the wind. You don't like this when you're high. No, no. I feel a bit lightheaded. I don't know what's going on. I feel a bit sick. Okay, well. Do you want to hear some more Bob Dylan impressions, or should we move on to the next I'd part? I'd like to hear Bob's, Bob Dylan rendition of the jingle. <laughs> Everybody gather around, it's time to hear the jingle. You and I are nearly singing that song about the following jingle jang. Oh, he's even got a fucking song with jingle jang. Hang on, hang on. Okay, alright, we've got this. You ready? Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me in the jingle. Did you ever want a game to exist? But not enough to make it yourself. Grant and Chris make games. Tiberian pun writes in, Albert Rodeo. Now, who do you mm-hmm. play in this? I know this sounds strange. But there's, there, I can see three potentials. Um, can I guess the potentials? You can have a go. Ryder. Mm-hmm. Albert. Yep. And then a class of people I'm going to call bystanders. <laughs> or see, collateral. I was going with Wrangler. <laughs> oh, I see. You have to try and get the Albert. Somebody's going to try and get that Albert. Not train it, but corral it. Yeah. You can't train an Albert. No. Just wave severed arms at it and see if it goes through. <laughs> 
I so I, I want to come back to that because I really like the idea of of okay. So you play again. This is a computer game. Fuck the role playing game thing. Hang you, on, hang uh, on. Just before you go to computer game, can I just quickly present a very short role playing game? Absolutely. It might be better. Inverse dread. Right. As quick as you can. You've got to build a, a dread tower brick by brick. <laughs> I thought you really had to try and knock it down as quick as you can. <laughs> well, that's easy. No, you're just going to slam the blocks in and try and get it to stay up. But you've got like eight sets. Right, okay. So and, you've got... And that's how long you can stay on the Albert. Oh, I see. Okay. Hmm. Big of a tower. Like, that's why I just wanted a quick one. Because that, that's all yeah, dread that's is. Like, yeah. It's just play dread. Play Jenga. So, what I think is... You, uh, you are in a, you're in a, you're in a fledgling uh, frontier town. Uh, cause uh, baby, uh, that would be a fledgling. Uh, that's what, yeah. Mm. Or it'd be a, I suppose it would be a fled, fledge, cubbling, clubling. Anyway, you are a uh, kind of an outdoorsy sort of chap. What I'm envisaging is a darkest dungeon style game. Okay. Where you play a druid, and you are a, you are a hooky druid who's attempting <laughs> to try and drum up some some tourism to this place, so you can get some decent beer. Yeah, and all he's got is this old abandoned stadium that he inherited from his, his grandfather. Ancestors have left him. <laughs> now the stadium is a bit cursed. It needs blood. Now every beast that steps in here has died, except of course, I suppose, for Albers. But no one could do an Albert rodeo. No one could do. No one. No one could do an Albert rodeo. 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 You wake up in the forest um, after capturing your first Albert, uh, and then it's a two-part game. One is is going out and finding the Albers. So like you have to maybe get like lures, which looks like arms, mm-hmm. or. On a fishing line, arms, and then lure like increasingly powerful and magic albers. Yes, because I feel like I think they fucked about with it in fourth ed, where they gave every um, monster a slightly upgraded version. Sure, uh, as well. But I want, I want like, I like, I'm gonna say seven different kinds of albers. You know, different good. kinds of owl, different kinds of bear, <laughs> tawny, yeah, grizzly. I like, I like that. Black. I kind of want Barn. I, kind of, I kind of want them to be more magical and more antagonistic. Okay. okay, let's go for let's go for like like the courts. So there's um by which I mean not the magistrate courts, I mean like the the courts of summer and the courts of winter. Supreme So you, the Supreme Court Albert, yeah, so so he's got oh imagine an Albert, a little wig. <laughs> That'd be nice. And just like you're riding you're riding him in a rodeo and he's Bucking all over the place, and it just stops and places a square of black cloth over his head. It's <laughs> a special move. That is an English law joke. <laughs> you have you are an archaic. Mm. Um, so like, so like, I've got so like, you got you got your standard albears, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got winter albears who like who have like frost around them, and summer albears who set shit on fire, and autumn albears who can teleport with. Blaze. Sorry. I'm trying to think of better names for them. Rhyme. Rhyme bear. Rhyme. Al- yeah, Rhyme Albert. Um, Lord of Winter. Um, uh, uh, drought. Drought. Clockwork. Unicorn. <laughs> the the unicorn Albert is DLC. Horned. Horned. Okay, like we're joking here, but imagine imagine an Albert with cool antlers. Oh, that would be great. And el- why don't, why el- don't they have antlers? Alkyl bear. Alkyl bear. I don't really like Elkle Bear. How about a belt? That no, maybe, maybe that's why it's not been done. I, I also realise it's not been done because neither owls nor bears have horns, Grant. <laughs> that's possibly why they haven't put antlers on them before. Owl. But it's not real horns; it would fall out the fucking sky. No, they are ears. <laughs> it, listen, it's very good at dive bombing once. <laughs> so you have like we explore the wonderful world of combining. Owls and bears, and also maybe other kinds of mammals and, and, and birds, but mainly owl bears. Oh, actually, no, no, this works. Okay. It's also a one-page game. Is it? He alerted him for later. Oh, and you should write one of those. What mm. is it? So you get a table of the owl ah. table of the first bit, the bear table of the next bit, and then how they're different, how they're magic. Right, okay. So, so like the owl and bear part would sort of be like stats and skills. Yes, and then magic would be like special like, ability. Special ability. Yeah, 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 okay. And then you're put into. A, I'm going to call it an arena. That's that. Okay, so here's here's the bit I'm struggling with because mm-hmm. I I could come up with kinds of Albert, especially if we allow them to be kind of magical all day long. 
Yes. I, I was about to say, I'd love that to be my job. That kind of is my job. <laughs> yes. But the rodeo part is tricky because you have to ride them, cowboy. You have to ride them, owl boy, bear boy. Bear boy? You, you have to literally ride them barebacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's maybe not the most exciting mechanic for a game. So you've got to, you've got to, you've got to break them, haven't you? You've got to subdue them. Yeah, yeah. So there's like, I really like the idea that maybe you have to, uh, you have to give up your memories to bond with the owl bear in some way. So like, like you're losing something. And like and like like your your partner comes around and he's like he's like you're always spending time with these goddamn Albers <laughs> and, and you're like no Henry I have to do this it was it was his great grandfather's wish dying wish to fill this cursed stadium full of bears of various varieties a bewildering array of horrid monsters now when we say arena we're imagining them fighting aren't we no I wasn't. Okay. I'm thinking like I couldn't remember the word. A football arena. Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, we said it several times in this conversation already. Yeah, well, that just shows how much I listen to you. Um, right. Okay. <laughs> so what you gotta do is you've got to somehow get them to complete a course. Oh, it's the fucking crufts. Right. Like, so they've got the the the, the balancey beam that does a does a seesawry. You've got the big tube. Can't imagine an Albert just fucking up that tube. Yeah, just mashing it. Just completely like 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 going in like like me- meaning it's like meaning meaning well initially, then getting panicked, a full foot in and tearing it to shreds. <laughs> and growling. But like, <laughs> you can you can you can do it however you want. So you can do you can antagonize it and then run and mm. do the course yourself and have it chase you over the course. Mm-hmm. You could. Befriend it by bon, it bon in dru- druid magic. You can do all sorts of weird ways, but you've got to whatever happens, however you do it, you've got to make it complete all these options. Traditionally, uh, a rodeo is kind of like a lap safe bullfight, right? I mean, lap safe is the wrong word. People die a lot. Oh, it's lap safe for the bull. Yes, and I mean they don't do as much of the bull killing these days. Well, so that's the thing. So, so like, like bullfighting, uh, from what I can tell, you get a, a hugely dangerous creature mm-hmm. uh, and then stab it a bunch with your mates whilst trying to ha- have it not kill you. Yes. And it's quite risky. Like, it seems cruel. I can see why people were excited. And rodeoing, you try to sit on the bull? Horse. Horse! There's no bulls involved. No, it's horse. It's horse-based. Right, okay. I've gotten confused. I thought that was a bull. Mm, I mean, there can be. Okay. You can do so it on a ride... bull as well, but like traditionally, I think it's a, it's a horse. Yeah, you can't ride a bull, can you? You... Well, you can. Well, you that, that, ri- that's why it's a rodeo, my friend. Mm, okay. So you, you get difficult horses to ride, and you see how long you can ride them. Yeah. Okay. Give them a good slap. Right. And owlbears, very difficult, and will eat you. Horses probably couldn't eat you. Oh, give them time. Well, that's the thing. Like, they don't have the teeth for it. It's like, it's like when there's... When those people, old people die in their homes and their 90 cats devour them slowly. Yeah, because cats have sharp teeth. Yes, but they, they, they've got the grinders on a horse, right? Like, and, I, and I guess, like, like if, if, they've got, if they've got horseshoes on, with like, like any, any good horse should, if it's outdoors, they can, they can stomp you down into a sort of paste. And they can stamp you smaller. Hmm, stamp you down to little bits. Yeah. I think what I want to do with this is invent a large variety of owlbears, and this is just an excuse. Yeah. And, and it's not I a think bad excuse. We've got. I mean, it's a monster manual. If we get the right artist, it'd sell like fucking hotcakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe, maybe that's what we should do instead, rather than like fucking about. Like Chris, maybe we should just pivot into solely making five e source books. <laughs> that's where the money is. Yeah, I want some of the money. Got the money. That's true. Um, okay, I don't think I don't think Albert Rodeo has has legs. Okay, well, it has four. That, yeah. How about What's this yours? suggestion from Boy Howdy? Mm-hmm. Slither hints of skunk suckle holler. A southern gothic game. I, I'd like you to take another shot at, at pronouncing that, because I, I heard you and you pronounced it all correctly, but could you say it slowly? Because there's a lot of weird noises in there. Slither haints of skunk suckle holler. A southern gothic game. Right. Um, I'm in, but tell me more. So, a haint is a ghost. Right, just, like a horn. Yes, just as, like, it's, it's specifically a southern type of ghost. I want to say Carolina. Wow, specific. Mm. But I, I, I love, I love the Southern Gothic aesthetic. Mm. Big hats. Big hats. Old and dead fathers. Nineteenth century firearms. Running, running from a problem. Oh yeah, and they get it hanged in the next town for it. Jesus is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've got. I didn't mean to kill her. She just wouldn't stop talking. 
she was just there. So you've got awful, slithering, hiding, gribbly swamp ghosts. Right. That you need to do an exorcism of. Right, okay. Horrible ghosts. Yeah, like... Wet ghosts. Yes, like, I'm thinking kind of... So there's still spirits, still spectral, but like they're at the mama end of the spectrum, if you've seen that film. So the spectral, The spectral spectrum. Yeah, the spectral spectrum. Isn't Mama physically like corporeal? She can be. Ah, I see. So, so this is like they they can fuck with stuff, but they're also ghosts. Yes, but they're also ghosts. But like they're the sort of ghosts that, rather than phasing through a wall, would like bend out of a vent. Yeah, and grab you and drag you into a vent. Right. Yeah, fleshy ghosts like uh, like the guy from For Three. For Three. Yes. Well, technically Fear 3, as it was yes. as it's supposed to be pronounced. And there was that ghost who took damage from bullets, which seems like a pretty shitty excuse for a ghost to me. And could possess people to be bullets for a bit. Yes, how exciting that was. Um, but yeah, like you got yourself a, 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 um, a wandering through the bayou, mm. you know, that Spanish moss... Have, has there been a has there been a Southern Gothic game? Because there's definitely Wild West games. I can't think I can't think of a tabletop Southern Gothic game. I'm, I'm sure you'd know one. But like our proper get right church dank Bayou game, BRB writing Southern Gothic <laughs> game. That's the thing. I think we are we are like we certainly like Southern Gothic a lot. I think there's better people than us to write it. Right, that's true. Maybe maybe someone from like who's who's round those parts. No. Okay. At least, I mean, like, I mean, we're not we're not around Mile High Elven cities, but we're right about those. Well, no one has, but yeah, that's fair. We did we did visit the the South once. Yeah, we've been there. I've never felt so threatened by biomass. I was so scared all of the time. It was terrifying. Yeah. It was definitely felt like the like it wasn't a jungle. No, what was it? It was like it, was like, it felt like the swamp was was waiting for me to die. Yeah. No, sorry, that's too passive. The swamp would kill me. It was encroaching it in, in, it would, in yeah. your life. It wouldn't notice that it had killed me. Yeah. But I would die. And you, you Grant, were just, just like an inch short enough to walk underneath the spider webs. We went we went exploring the um it wasn't the bayou, what was it? It was wetlands. Like, yeah, it was wetlands, wetlands, like marshy, swampy bits. Yeah. And um, me and my so my partners are foot short than I am, and and me and them were, were wandering around having a great time looking at. I mean, obviously it was stinking hot because it was it was in it was, a, was it, it was Louisiana, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Chris um, managed to. I think I think he was out of the car for about ten minutes before he nearly swallowed a spider. I couldn't take it because all of these all of these webs were at my shoulder height. Mm, with these wonderful jeweled, like sculptural looking spiders. Oh, they were beautiful. Like they, they were stunning, but on the other side of it, like two inches of plate glass. Would yeah, absolutely. Or maybe just described to you. Yeah, even then. You seem to much more get into the jazz side of New Orleans. That was much and, better. Uh, and the sitting outside smoking. That oh. was that was very much <laughs> what a wild. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was it was it was really nice. You um, we 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 stayed in like we stayed in the haunted hotel. But this this is a this is a this is a um, it was uh, well sorry I want to say it wasn't like New Orleans haunted where they're like oh someone died in here. No, like the owner was pretty much a ghost. We didn't see him touch anything or we interact with anyone. Sure the owner was the spirit. Yeah, yeah. You go into rooms and then there wouldn't be a door, but he wouldn't be in there. Yeah, real strange, real strange guy. Bubba, 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 Bubba. Um, he then he he also he also. He he brought me into the um, brought me into the so so I did see him touch something. He was showing us the room, and he came in and put down the toilet seat, and it was a slow closing toilet seat. He said, "I bet you don't have things like that back in the UK." So yeah, we got toilet seats, mate. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think we fucking do? <laughs> oh, so haunted. No, we just crouch next to a river. But yes, so you've got that kind of. Like dilapidated French Quarter aesthetic. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything mouldering, everything swampy. So there's Hunt, which is close to it. Yes, but you, like you've got the doubles, but Hunt is a video game and it's action, right? Like it's yeah, it's a shooting game. I want horror. But yeah, proper proper horror, like waist deep in in Bayou. Do you feel that calling this game the Slither Haints of Skunk Suckle Holler? Might detract somewhat from the overall. So what what Slither Hates of Skunk Suckle Hollow does is it it's hard to say. It's so much fun to just rattle it off as well. Mm-hmm. It perfectly gets across, I believe, the game that Boy Howdy was envisioning. Right. However, I don't think it's a great marketing tool. What what game do you think Boy Howdy was envisaging that, you, that, that we're not making here? No, that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's the game we've just made. Right. Okay. Because like because I, I was thinking of more maybe it's, it's more sort of satirical. So like you all play people who done killed. Their daddy after 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 you were all trying to marry the same man 
So you're off to Utah now to do it. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's in Utah, that's not Southern. No, but you can only get married to multiple women in Utah. That is true, yeah. Is that true? Is that where, is that where you I can do know. it? I mean, that's Mormons, right? Yeah, I think so. But no, like, I, t- I think the key here is, is the fact that it's, it's awful ghosts mm-hmm. in limited area. Yes. Like, Skunk Suckle Holler is... Is a place. I like the idea as well that like they're like, oh, you're bound to this place. You can't never leave. Yeah, just whichever way you go is mangrove. And perhaps like you are yourself maybe a ghost, and that's not really sort of dealt with. Yeah. Like 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 maybe you died, or maybe there's something weird and supernatural about you. But you are like you and your mates are here to try and stop the the horrible haints bothering people. Yeah, I love the idea that the ghosts aren't. In, in, in your traditional English ghost story, it's Ooh. it's some lord or lady in a mansion, right? Yeah, they're posh, aren't they? They're posh ghosts, but this is this is people who have drowned in the swamp, mm. like they're coughing swamp water, mm. and they're crawling and they're dragging and they're leaving marks everywhere. I really, yeah, and, and like like there's like you can trail them by the by the swamp water that they've left through the house. Yes, and like and like you you find bodies of people who have drowned in their beds asleep. Mm, and lo- lots of like area effects as well. So like, oh, the ghost is haunting this place. So everything like like damp starts crawling up the walls, and the place starts collapsing. Or like it looks normal, and you put your hand on the wall, and it's spongy, and water comes out. Mm, and like that's it, interesting. That, that sort of dirt and filth and sweat and heat and awfulness. Mm. And you've got to, I don't know, like because this this looks like a slightly smaller game, like it's a limited area, oh, like you've a got disease. Yeah. You've got to get rid of X amount of ghosts. Just as a, before as a game before the big sale or no to, to 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 like release the area. Right, okay. Cleanse it. Like you're exercising an area. This area has something going on in it. You've got to find out what it is whilst minimizing your hate. I want to make it even smaller. Okay. Uh, one shoebox. No, slightly bigger than that. Good. Um, skunk suckle holler, or whatever it is we end up calling it. Probably like, I don't know, man- mangroves? Mangrove. I'm imagining it works a bit like a deep cut reference here, but spirit courts from World of Darkness, where you have mm. a, like, there's, there's like a boss spirit, and then they, they tend to operate in sort of like feudal systems. Okay, that sounds a bit. Hear me out here. There are are these huge legends of... uh, Sorry, huge legends. Local legends, really well um, told and and well iterated upon, where uh, where there's this this big, like like, uh, like, uh, the, the black dog or or Mr Mr Jackson or what have you of like of, of like the big fucking nightmare around here and then what mm. you do is like is that like you have to sort of track him down like you like you will know him by the ghosts that are weaker than him and you start sort of finding clues to how to put his ghost to rest oh that works you could also have it like a sump okay so i, I don't know if you a, know what a sump is a, broadly um, but, but yeah just to explain it a, a sump mm. is a runoff it's a place where it's you've got a load of water and you want it to drain mm-hmm. somewhere else, please. And that's what that's what this oh, area is. That's cool. It's like in a lake where there's those sort of short, small bays where the water runs slow and goes a bit stagnant while the river right, runs okay. over the top. And ghosts kind of eat oh, on, their, stuck. on their, their way to the afterlife. Oh, on the get river stuck. they get stuck! And so oh, they're all great. of these rotted and like souls... And it's that it's a stagnant. And like you're, you're like there's an element of like we're cleaning this. We're like like we're, we're helping them move on. Yeah, yeah, like you're helping them, but because they've yeah. because they've rotted. Yeah, they've gone all they've gone all rotted. gross. They've gone all gross. They've gone all evil. Even if they were, even if like they're ghosts to try, they, they became a ghost to try mm. and save their son or whatever. You know, mm. these noble goals. Now they're rotted and evil, and they're trying to save everybody's sons. For I think it would be like that really great bit in Spirited Away. Have you seen Spirited Away? I have a that bit where that, yeah. um, they clean the river spirit and like and like mm-hmm. they they pull the plug out and all the and all of the all, all, all the gunk and muck comes out. I think it would be like that, yeah. but um, with a revolver, and you're and and you're you're both um, alcoholic single mothers. Oh yeah, and you've got to have the sort of awful. Swamp yeah, and in there using it swamp creatures like shambling mounds. I never had a shambling mound. Let's put one in. Yeah, like yeah, the animal yeah. plants. Uh, yeah, alligators. A um a bison carcass. Oh, just yeah, like under the water. Just yeah, moving through the crocodile. Oh man, that'd be great. Drags itself on its one remaining leg. But yeah, like that, you keep it really small. Like this is like this is not. This is the whole mythos we're applying to all of Southern Gothic. This is this place, and you have decided that you are going to clean up this place. You're going to get the fucking ghosts out of here. 
Or yeah, I mean we can we we can um, change that intro to kind of give it different mm. feels. Like you could be part of some society who does this, and you've, this is just mm. the newest one you found. Or you could be trying mm. to move here. Like you you own this land yeah. now, and it changes the tone a little bit depending on which yeah. way you go with it. Interesting. So we should yeah, that's the game. Stop telling everybody this because this is the game. Yeah, the absolutely. Game make. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, again, we have to work on the name a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. The, thank you, boy, howdy. But yeah, we're gonna. Um, so, so, so the game is Slither Hates a Skunk Suckle Holler. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, working title. If you like this, you can go to patreon.com forward slash hi nice friends. Give us some cash. Join the Discord. Show us your lovely faces and a picture, and we'll say, "Man, what a lovely face!" Uh, especially if you've changed it recently, we're generally pretty supportive about that. Um, come and post picture the models you're painting. Come and see our devoted capybara channel. We have a role on the channel for Alana, who just posts pictures of capybara all day. It's great. Yeah, it, is, it is the the best place on the internet for up to date, curated, top draw capybara content. And also, you can you can send us a question if you'd like. You can email um, heartyourlessfriends at gmail if you've got any big questions, but otherwise, just post it on Reddit and we'll find it, baby. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right, we're gonna go have a wonderful week, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, how it dies, friends? You're the show I love. You got all the roleplay advice and some comedy too.